Happy birthday. to millennials at the movies i'm amy and i'm novi you may not have been expecting us on a thursday but it's not just any thursday it's amy's birthday happy birthday thank you it's a special thursday yay me um and for this special birthday thursday i have chosen a special birthday movie to watch for reasons shrug um (laughs) I chose this movie because of boy bands, because as uh, we've mentioned before, you and I grew up loving boy bands, and literally that's the only reason I chose this movie. Yay me, I think. I'm judging (laughs) I'm judging myself. (laughs) Uh, So today's movie is Dead Seven. According to Rotten Tomatoes, a group of gunslingers must take out a horde of zombies to save a small town. It's streaming on Amazon Prime, Sci-Fi, DirecTV, Sling, Hoopla, and USA. <laughs> Not a great sign. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience give it a 16, and not enough critics rated it to give it a score. I'm personally excited to see if this is actually a fun movie, because oh. I love shitty sci-fi channel made-for-TV movies, but I'm more of a fan of, like, Mega Snake, Sharknado, Piranaconda, Animal Lore, not, like, goddamn Western movies. Wait, wait, Piranha... Okay, my Piranaconda don't want none? Unless you got it might, it might want whatever <laughs> you got. It's a Piranaconda. <laughs> okay, good. So for all those women out there who don't got buns... It's cool, Pranicon. Nope, that's too hard to say. Moving on. <laughs> I'm wondering if this is gonna be like an Expendables, like, look, it's that guy from that thing that I liked, or if it's gonna <laughs> legitimately be a good movie with a bunch of guys from things we like. Yeah, I don't like those kinds of movies. I've seen parts of Sharknado. Well, one of the, I don't know which Sharknado it was on. It was on TV and it was on, and I saw parts of it. That's all I've got for you um, as far as my knowledge of these types of movies or my enjoyment. So the fact that I picked this movie even after watching the trailer, I I do things sometimes and then I think about them. And I'm just immediately against it because while they have members from Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and 98 Degrees and O-Town and Crazy Town, they didn't invite anyone from Five. What is wrong with you? Maybe they did, but that's the smart boy band, even though they couldn't spell five and they call themselves five five, but still, maybe they're the smart ones and they were like, No, we're good. Thanks though. We'll have to see. We open <laughs> on the zombie plague. Our maybe. narrator explains to us that they've gone back to a simpler time post apocalypse now that there's no power. But apparently that simpler time is the Old West for some reason and not just like medieval (laughs) times. Because apparently they've got enough spare materials to make fancy hats and tailored clothes and goddamn stockings, lace stockings. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (sighs) Well, the zombies didn't want the stockings. And what are you going to use them for if not to wear them, right? Sure. Uh, The narrator tells us that an evil shaman witch doctor named Apocalypta, how clever, 
mm-hmm. let people choose whether they wanted to be the undead zombies or the alive humans in her army of slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did anyone think those were the two choices? What if you had just said no? What if everybody just said no? What was she going to do? Okay, here's my thing that throughout the movie I didn't understand. And then it came to the end of the movie, and I'm not going to say what happened in the end, but I went, no, then. Because through the entire movie, I was like, okay, does Apocalypta have some sort of, like, magic powers? Is she, like, does she have mind control? Because she did a lot of, like, extreme eye contact moments with a lot of different characters in this movie. And I didn't get it. I think it's, like, a deep West African voodoo priestess vibe. Mm. I hate it. I think it's vaguely racist and quite stereotypical Mm -hmm. to have it be like a witch doctor voodoo thing. I did not like. But I don't think she had magic beyond the magic that white people think that foreign people have for some reason. (laughs) Hey, that's on you. Those are your people. Um, no, yeah, yeah, I but didn't I, understand. I, I disavow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our side. Um, <laughs> but yeah, see, here's the thing, though, is like, I had the same question, kind of like what you were saying. It's just like, how did she get this power then? Why is she the most powerful one out of all of them? And also, is she, though? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh the narrator kind of lied, though, because Apocalypta's got some poor sap locked in a cell, and he's like, I would like to go home. And she's like, okay, but I'm going to turn you into a zombie anyway. So <laughs> she didn't really let him choose. No. Maybe the narrator doesn't know shit. Isn't the narrator, I'm pretty sure, Nick Carter, and therefore... He a wrote character the movie. He should know <laughs> the most. He's Nick Carter. He knows nothing. <laughs> oh, poor Nick Carter. Um, this uh, movie is told in chapters, which I hate. It mm-hmm. I hate the narrative format. Uh, we open with Billy. He greets the Aww. sheriff of the town Harper's Junction, who is sitting next to a giant fan, even though they supposedly have no power. Yep. And two hot girls who apparently managed to find a hair conditioner post-apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and they just immediately swoon when he walks past and you know what he did like he aged really well good yep. for you 98 degree guy uh shawnee vermilion is hurting a giant horde of the undead like cattle toward harper's <laughs> junction Mm -hmm. This isn't the first day of the apocalypse, but the zombies get so close to this town before anyone hears them or notices even a little bit. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of a running theme through this movie, where it's just like, how did you not hear them coming? How are you not (laughs) listening for them? Oh my god. (laughs) They're they're the worst at trying to survive this shit. Uh, Speaking of being the worst at trying to survive, you would assume in a township like this, they would have taught like everyone how to shoot a gun or wield a sword. But basically, Billy is the only person in town besides the sleepy boy who knows how to shoot a gun. So mm-hmm. like the pantyhose chick is just like running around and screaming and not even <laughs> hiding. She doesn't even know how to hide. No. They, she, they, like the girls were most of the girls. That okay, the background girls were just the dumbest, most useless people in this entire fucking movie. Yeah, 
like you would assume in an apocalypse you ch- you'd kind of train everybody to know what to do and mm-hmm. none of these people know what to do they're morons even yep. billy like yeah. instead of trying to shoot johnny the ringleader in the head he is wasting all of these bullets on clearing out the mob like mm-hmm. the mob is today's problem but johnny is all of the problem shoot to kill what's wrong with you <laughs> well then the movie would be over i guess <laughs> Uh, Billy's gun gets jammed and there's a half zombie ambling toward him. I liked the way it walked. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy has one weapon, so oh. he is toast and he is saved in the nick of time by Daisy Jane, a pair of boobs attached to a woman. <laughs> okay, so here's my problem with his gun getting jammed. My biggest problem with it. He lays there on the ground going, damn, it's jammed. It's like, who are you saying that to? Nobody says, damn, my gun is jammed when their gun gets jammed and they're about to be eaten by a fucking zombie. I mean, I haven't had that experience, so maybe they do, but I imagine not. The writing is so bad. It is so, so, so bad. But haven't you ever seen, like, mystery men? You have many weapons besides (laughs) your one pistol man. Kick him in the fucking face. Yeah, no, he can't. He just knows how to use a gun. That's literally all he can do. And he can only kind of use a gun. Okay, that's a theme for the movie, too. The entire movie, they're like, we're so low on bullets. We're so low on bullets. Unless they're, like, shooting 50 bullets rapid fire. But only one person is like, oh, hey, I'll try just using a blade instead of, <laughs> yeah. Well, how are, how are they going to stereotype races more if everybody was using blades? Of course. I mean, uh, you could have yes. given someone nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you'd have to bring TMNT into this, and we're not ready for that. Uh, Johnny catches Daisy, and because he can't read her shitty poker face, he doesn't realize he's about to get captured by Billy. Oh. They don't kill Johnny because they're still stupid, and he does not seem concerned (laughs) about being captured at all, which they should be able to read as an awful sign for this plan they have. Yeah. They leave one person to... uh, They don't... Okay, they don't even tell him to watch him and not take his eyes off of him there the the rule is that they make sure that he gets hanged i almost said hung hanged i think is what it is right where they're just like yeah we're gonna make sure that we do kill him not right this second we're not gonna do it yet don't know why but we are definitely gonna make sure that we do that so make sure that happens it's just like why don't you just do it right now and also like what the fuck what if at least if you're gonna like keep him caged up keep an eye on him he's insane do we not notice that from his cackle which good job aj mclean good fucking job he had some real swagger in this movie it wasn't like great acting but it was the most entertaining thing that happened in this movie so bring it okay Um, so two people in this movie did not completely suck at acting he is one of them yes (laughs) <laughs> compared to the rest of them great acting aj <laughs> yeah. uh mayor shelby gets me to the point in this movie where i can't tell if i'm rooting for the good guys or the bad guys oh no because mayor okay. shelby is supposed to be the good guy and johnny vermilion is supposed to be the bad guy yeah uh after johnny is captured the mayor insults his manhood for working for and getting caught by a broad 
But Johnny yep. is happily working for Apocalypta, a woman of color. It doesn't seem like he's too bothered with the gender <laughs> stereotypes. And like good guys are like rampant misogynists. So what are we doing? <laughs> Kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> I mean, you could also say the same thing about some broad having caught Shelby because Apocalypta took his eye. Ooh, that's true. She did. Yeah. So like, where, where, what are you insulting? How are you insulting this woman for being better than you? Exactly. And you're insulting <laughs> him like, oh, you got caught by a woman. And it's like, yeah, he apparently believes women are strong enough to be the leaders of the evil <sighs> army. So what? <laughs> and and you know what? I see why you can't do your shit right. Like, you're, no. you're the mayor. What have you done? <laughs> Except insult women, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the mayor asks Johnny what the plan is, and he just tells them the entire thing. He's like, yeah, we want to take out the resources of the small towns, convert all the people into zombies, use yeah. the growing horde and resource shortages to take out all the bigger towns. Yep. He's insane, but you know what? What is he supposed to be worried about? These assholes can't do shit, so. Yeah. They say they're going to hang him at sunrise, the dumbest plan ever, and he goes, ooh, sunrise, I do prefer the morning. <laughs> Best quote in the whole movie. <laughs> I've got a better one for you, but we ain't there yet, so. Nope. <laughs> I said ain't, I hate this movie. I hate this movie. My accent is going to come out, and I don't even have an accent, yeah. and I don't even apologize. It's not my fault. Uh, I kind of expected Apocalypta to be like, yeah, whatever, it was one of my minions fuck him yeah but she was pissed and she sent like backup for him which i respect yeah he's as we soon see the only one she does give a shit about i'm not sure why yeah because <laughs> he's aj um <laughs> the prison johnny is being held in literally has holes in it and it looks like it's made out of cardboard and the sheriff doesn't hear <laughs> the back of the prison being axed off <laughs> Oh, they're so bad at everything. Why yeah. are all these characters... Like, all the good guys are just bad at everything. The bad guys get shit accomplished. Yeah. Uh, it For seems like Johnny mm -hmm. is about to escape the town, except then he runs across a lone child in a horror movie named Georgie, so he's toast. What the fuck? Yeah, like, why Why do they always gotta be Georgie? I, I feel bad for the real Georgie. Always, twice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Twice as far as I know, I don't watch a lot of movies like this, so there might be more Georgies. There probably are, and I feel bad for every kid out there named Georgie because they're like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what, ch children, you are. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, he decides, hey, this child who's just sitting here by himself during the zombie apocalypse at night with the door open while every literally everybody else is over there take the kid into the bar why isn't the kid in the bar yeah what like he doesn't have to drink and you know what he should drink you're gonna die anyway kid just drink it's fine rules don't matter it we're all dying here have a drink it, it'll calm you <laughs> like what the fuck is he doing sitting there by his damn self on the damn stairs with the door open we don't see what happened to Georgie, though. We only see Johnny sitting and calmly talking to him with a syringe, which is always so trustworthy. Um, well, you know, his story kind of, because he talks about how his dad was a, a surgeon or a doctor or something like that, and how 
like he was trying to find the cure and blah 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 and i think he got turned into a copperhead which is a great name for zombies i'm surprised at least as far as i know that nobody else has come up with it i like really? it i really like it or that they have I, or have i liked it at this point when i thought that they were called copperheads because they were like biting people and they were getting the copper blood all over their faces is that not why uh, later on, something? a character that we meet explains that they were called Copperheads because the plague started in the mines, and when the miners oh, would come back right. from the mines, they'd have literal copper on their helmets. Yeah, well, we're not there yet, but I can tell you I wasn't really listening to that story. So for me, it's still the whole blood copper thing. I like that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I completely blocked out that story, so <laughs> still a good name for me. Um but yeah, his when he's sitting there talking about his dad and he's then he starts to cackle and everything, it kind of gave me Joker vibes. Yeah. Not that the story was the same, but like that same insane way of talking while telling, like calmly almost telling this story, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like I know enough about this man from my childhood because, you know, I was basically stalking the Backstreet Boys um, <laughs> that that was probably his like happiest moment. Just like, yes, please give me a Joker character to play. Please give me that opportunity. And he was given it and good for you. <laughs> um, Johnny picks Georgie because he is a ward of the sheriff. The sheriff knows by this point, because we cut to a scene of him talking to the mayor, and he knows Johnny escaped, but yeah. he doesn't go and check on Georgie, so he sucks. Yep. Yep. The good guys are the worst. They're Speaking the of the good guys worst. being the worst, he also throws in a line about how they can't handle any more refugees. Oh, God. Yep. Perhaps. <laughs> maybe. You should be training these people to defend themselves. <laughs> himself how's he no. gonna train them to do it <laughs> okay the acting in this is just awful by everyone like yeah. i already kind of said but his acting is the worst i don't remember what word he says he says somewhere if unless i'm mixed no yeah the sheriff is chris right chris kirkpatrick yes okay no the sheriff the mayor no, is chris kirkpatrick the, the mayor the sheriff is like john sakata i think or sadaka or something Okay, that guy, yeah, okay. I always mix up which of them is the mayor, which of them is the sheriff. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> but um, the mayor, when he yells, I don't know what word he yells, but as they're standing up there, I think he says, damn it, or something. It is the literal worst acting until basically the end of the movie. And yeah. I'll talk about that too, but just awful, awful acting. It's so bad. It's also awful makeup. The sheriff's sideburns keep slowly peeling away from his <laughs> yes. face, and it's really distracting. It's so funny. But we open on uh, chapter two with Whiskey Joe obviously cheating at poker. Um, best character in the entire fucking movie. Fight me on it. Uh, Johnny Vermillion was mine, but I could see it. I was trying really hard not to pick Johnny Vermillion because it's AJ, and I felt like I was biased because I adore that man. So I really tried not to pick him. So I went with the uh, my other favorite. <laughs> I think the problem is that a lot of the characters in this movie are not characters. They're just people who had names. Uh -huh. So when anyone has any personality whatsoever, you're like, okay, that one or that one, because that's all we have. That's true. Yeah. 
I, um, I think he did a really good job. I think he's the other person who did a good job acting in this movie. He did. Joey Fatone did. Um, I do love that they just gave him his name because he's just Whiskey Joe and his name is Joey. So cool. Um, but he did such a good job with this role. And he the like the character was hilarious. That was my favorite thing that happened in this whole movie. He was hilarious. Pretty much the entire time. Yeah. Um. There is a brawl, though, because he's cheating and his opponents are also cheating because they are trying to pay in human teeth rather than copperhead teeth. And as yeah. we find out going forward in the movie, copperhead teeth are money now. Makes sense for whatever reason. I don't think it does. Like we It doesn't are, at all. <laughs> we're so early in the apocalypse that they haven't run out of slutty pantyhose yet. Mm-hmm. And yet they're already to the point of bartering zombie teeth. <laughs> but like, why? What do the zo- like? What are the zombie teeth worth? Uh, they're not worth anything. It's more like I took out zombies to get these, and therefore I am special mm-hmm. enough to be allowed to do this. Ah, uh, cool. My dick is bigger than yours. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um- <laughs> The sheriff is going out trying to recruit an anti-zombie crew. So this mm-hmm. movie is just like slowly morphing into Ocean's Eleven at this point. <laughs> yep. Uh, De- Dead Seven, Ocean's Eleven, pretty much the same thing. I think they said it was a parody on uh, Magnificent Seven, but I don't know the reference, so I can't comment. I wanted to watch that movie. I- actually, I say that, except I don't remember if that's a George Clooney movie. I always think it is. But I could completely be wrong. If it is the George Clooney movie, then I want to watch it. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, Joe goes to recruit his friend Vaquero in Vaquero's Speedy Gonzalez level fake Hispanic God, accent. What the fuck, man? Uh, it's so awful. Yeah, why did Howie decide as an actual Latino man that this was a good idea? I don't know, but I can... <laughs> 100% say that it wasn't. No, it really wasn't. Um, Vaquero yeah. is practicing shooting even though he's already great at shooting so he's just straight up wasting bullets. Like, aren't resources scarce, man? No, apparently not. <laughs> okay, they're like, every time they're just like, every time they want it to be a thing where they can't shoot they're like we don't have enough bullets for this and then they shoot 50 <laughs> bullets they're just yeah. sitting there in the grass shooting bullets at paper <laughs> well my favorite part is that he has the fucking zombie guy tied up as he's shooting at his head it's like okay how about you let the zombie guy run around and try to aim there like the zombies that you're gonna have to go up against are not gonna be just standing in one position waiting for you to shoot them so it's not great practice anyway exactly um We get even more racially insensitive, though, because Vaquero goes to recruit his friend Komodo, an actor who is Hispanic but is playing Asian for some reason, doesn't get a name, just is called (laughs) Komodo and is swinging, like, really stereotypical Asian swords. But because he's not white, he doesn't get, like, a whole big intro scene like Whiskey Joe. They're just like, hey, you want to come? And he's like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) But he gets a babe. I, and I have questions. I know we're not at the babe yet, but I have questions about that. I love that, that babe. Badass. We will talk about it when we get there. Yep. 
Uh, <sighs> Daisy goes to a post office and the guy tells her that it costs 50 teeth to send a letter to someone. Uh-huh. He kind of acts like he's going to offer her a discount for sex, but he ends up just asking for her ring, which is a relief, but also super anticlimactic. Yeah. It's like, wow, you were almost a real, like, gross, bad guy kind of, like, guy, but you're not. You just want her ring. Okay. Yeah. I was like, on one hand, I don't want to see anyone get, like, sexually harassed. On the other hand, it's just kind of like, wow, you really pussed out, didn't (laughs) you? This is the apocalypse, and you're really pussed out. Well, and and here's the thing. She didn't have to actually get sexually harassed. He could have just been like, hey, if you offer me that, then I'll I'll give you a discount. And she could have been like, ew, gross, no. And she could have left. I guess that's still kind of sexual harassment. But, like, it could have ended real fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he could have just been the sleazy asshole guy for a second. Yeah, but, but he wants her ring. Be. He wants her ring. And she wants to send a movie to a letter. Oh, this uh-huh. is a movie, and that's a letter. <laughs> this is kind Are of a movie. Are we sure? Are we sure? <laughs> she wants to send a letter to Billy's brother Jack, asking him to come back to be part of their crew. Sorry. Immediate thought was just like, why? Why are you trying to get his brother to come back and do this? And okay. uh, what's your deal with Jack? Uh-huh. You might be joking, but the first scene with the two of them in it together, I could have feel the moistness in her just uh-huh. spewing out everywhere. Uh-huh. Yep. And yeah, like she has I have never love triangle written. Just like, oh good, love triangle. It didn't feel like a love triangle though, because her and Billy had absolutely no chemistry in any of their True. scenes together. And they kept trying to, like, insert little 30-second scenes of them in between the action that didn't need to be there. Uh Uh-huh. Just, like, they had a little tiny scene right there where it's just, like, she tells him that she sent a letter to Jack. And he's like, why did you do that? While they're, like, roughhousing in bed. It's like, Mm -hmm. we didn't even need that, though. It was completely unnecessary, and it didn't sell any chemistry between them. Well, what I love about that scene is that she's, like, in her bra and shit. He's been awake. She just wakes up. She's in bed, and she gets him to come back, and they start making out, and it's like, okay, they're gonna fuck. And then he just stops and goes, what happened to your ring? And I'm like, oh my god, he's gay. (laughs) (laughs) He has no interest in you or your titties. He's concerned about what the fuck did you do with that ring? I love that ring, bitch. (laughs) I assumed it was supposed to be, like, a wedding ring, but I didn't. Mm ever get that feel i couldn't tell if they were actually like in love and together or if they were just like well the world's ending and we've been together here and there and so like we're gonna keep staying close and fuck occasionally you know when we get a chance because it's the apocalypse and this is easy (sighs) yep but yeah Uh but apparently i think they were supposed to be in love and she was also supposed to because she I know I'm jumping a little, but she says something later about how somebody asks, I think it was Whiskey Joe that asks her, like, what's the story with her and Billy? And she says, long story. And then I predict the next line where he says, what What about you and Jack? And she says, even longer story. And I'm like, oh my God. So you had a relationship with Jack. He left. So you started hooking up with Billy because Jack was no longer there. And now you want Jack back because, I don't know, maybe he fucked better. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um... And now you are trying real hard to get yourself a threesome with these two boys. 
there's and literally neither of them are interested. There's no payoff <laughs> to this storyline at all. None. There's no pay payoff to her getting moist over him. There's no payoff to the triangle. Nothing. Yeah. It was the most disappointing love story in a movie ever, and that is saying a lot because there have been so many bad love stories in movies, yeah. and I hate almost all of them anyway, but this was the worst. <laughs> yep. Uh, our heroes hang out in a saloon for some reason, and the sheriff mm -hmm. says that everyone who isn't part of this Ocean's Eleven has to leave. Mm -hmm. He starts a fight with some, like, random bar dude about it, except he lets the prostitute stay because in this movie, the good guys think women are sex bots, and that's fun. They're not actually people. Why would they have to leave? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, I'm pretty sure this is our first meeting of Trixie, even though she doesn't get a name yet. Yeah. And my first reaction to her is she's a cute girl, but my God, whoever did her plastic surgery was really fucking her over. Yeah. Whereas she was in one of the Sharknados. So the second I saw her, I'm just like, oh, it's you. I love you. <laughs> Uh, I don't know her outside of this. Like, she looks like she was probably really cute before she started making her face plastic. You know what I mean? Like, I, your lips shouldn't go up to your nose, sweetie. That's just really weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Somebody fucked it up so bad. Uh, Poor girl. The sheriff finally decides to go check in on Georgie. And, you know, his name is Georgie. And he's a child in the horror movie. So he's a zombie. <laughs> yep. Um... Mm. It was about time he went to check on him. <laughs> uh, it's way past about time because he's dead now. <laughs> yep. Um, Billy and Daisy go outside to have like a really dramatic moment that they don't need to have. And I just completely zoned out on it until, until the horde of undead start like coming at them because apparently Sheriff was real busy after he got bit. Or maybe Georgie <laughs> was just, like, skipping through the village, like, fight, 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 hey. <laughs> Aw, cute. I want to see that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what they kept trying to also do with Daisy and Billy is make them do the, like, cool thing we see in action movies where they stand side back to back. It, it, okay, it reminded me of, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck this up, Final Fantasy, one of them where cloud and leon do that and they stand back to back mm -hmm. and they're like fighting and like and they're like talking to each other but that actually worked really well and this doesn't at all but they Kingdom kept Hearts really too. trying yeah oh I that's what it, it was okay it would have worked i think that's the best chemistry they had is when they were fighting but i also don't think that it really sold no well okay can i say why it didn't sell why Every single time there was a fight scene, especially if it became any sort of like physical interaction fight scene, not like I'm going to shoot you from all the way over here fight scene. It was the slowest choreographed fight in the history of action movies. I'm convinced of it. They literally were just like hit in the face, pause, hit in the gut, pause. Like yeah. what are we, why, why are you guys so out of shape that you can't even have a fight scene properly? Jesus. It was also disappointing to me that for the most part, there wasn't enough of that kind of fight scene or even swords. Yeah. It was just a lot of gun go boom. Yeah. And watching a movie where they only have one kind of fight in one kind of action scene gets old. Mm -hmm. 
It really does. And they had a lot of those scenes too. That's the thing is like, it happened a lot. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, fast forward, fast forward, who dies? (laughs) Uh, Trixie is absolutely crushing it as a zombie killer. She's like on the bar beating zombies to death with bottles. Love it. Yeah, that was great. That was about about as far as my enjoyment of her went, though. I was hoping that that was a foreshadowing that she was gonna, like, join the Dead Seven and Mm -hmm. be, like, the other badass girl in the group. Yeah. But no. No, No, she's just a whore. Um, Okay, question, though. Where did those two know each other already? I don't think so. I didn't get that feeling, but their insta-love was hella strong. Oh my god. It was so awful. And I was just like, okay, maybe I missed something. I'm not rewinding. Just not doing it. I will ask you (laughs) when we were talking about it. It I bought it more than I bought Daisy Jane and Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, I will say this. At least these two wanted to fuck all the time. They just constantly could not keep their hands off each other. I believe the sexual chemistry was there. The love? Fuck no. But yeah. definitely the sexual chemistry. And that is more than Daisy and Billy because I stand by what I said. I think Billy's a little bit gay. Well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good maybe. for him, you know? <laughs> um, there are zombies just completely overrunning the place, but Jack shows up, kills one, and then the rest just, like, leave because they're scared of the hero music i think so yeah like the bar is full of dead people he shoots one and then all of a sudden all the dead people are outside yep and then like joe throws a molotov cocktail at them which is the absolutely dumbest thing you could have done because there are only like three of them and you are in a room covered in flammable (laughs) alcohol (laughs) well he's drunk though so (laughs) i was expecting the bar to explode and yet when we cut to it they're just still in the bar and they're fine yep like the the fire's completely gone it puts itself out yep it's fine everything's fine except actually everything is not like the meme um I love that he apologized to the bottle of whiskey and like it was just like I'm sorry baby before he did it I was like okay (laughs) but yeah Trixie and Komodo have their like deep love moment while playing with a zombie but not killing it why that's just cool aren't you supposed to attack the head anyway oh do oh, not no. get me started with attack the head. Yes. <laughs> oh no. Okay. You are yeah, they just to. keep stabbing the fucking zombie and it keeps coming back to life or whatever, undead, and it's yeah. trying to like grab at them while they're trying to make out and I'm just like I don't I don't understand. In Army of Darkness when we were like, wow, Ash and Sheila's love story was really poorly set up. <laughs> this is worse. It's so much worse. Uh I wanted Trixie to join, but then she just says that Komodo should find her at a whorehouse just outside of town and that they have, like, supplies and shit there. Mm-hmm. I, it makes me sad because she was cool, and watching her fight with not guns was mm. better than just watching everybody go bang, bang, boom, boom, I have gun. 
But could she have done that for the entire movie without her tits popping out of her bra? Would that have been possible? Maybe that's why I they were like... I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, but they do. They couldn't have made this that kind of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wouldn't show it. They wouldn't just be streaming it everywhere if tits were... Like, if you could see nipples, sorry, we're not streaming it. And I, they don't have enough money to blur out the nipples. Um, exactly. <laughs> our heroes set up the hill, and a mysterious woman in face paint similar to Apocalypse starts uh-huh. following them. But she's white, so it's fine. She's Yeah, she's the good guy, clearly. Yeah. Okay, but is she? We haven't really met her yet, I know, but I'm going to throw that out there already to you. Because fucking is she? Mm. Uh-huh, we'll get there. We will get there. <laughs> um, they drive up to a supply mine and there's a zombie with its head caught in a chain link fence they shoot it <sighs> they have a guy with swords and they keep complaining about how few bullets they have <laughs> wouldn't decapitation have been better and easier and <sighs> but then so the blood gets all over you Ew. run into it with the front of your truck my god <laughs> Nick Carter wrote this movie. I just, I just want to keep bringing that up. Yeah. Oh. Uh, these oh. people are not attentive. They don't listen for noises, so they're constantly Mm-mm. getting st- uh, snuck up on. I mean, the place itself is clearly an ambush. Yeah. And the entire thing is just an excuse to set up Serene and get her into the group. Yeah. So she and Team White escape in the truck, (laughs) and they leave both ethnic characters and Joe on top of a train covered in zombies. They just completely bounce. They're like, peace. We don't need you guys. We surely will survive. We're all white. Yeah, this is They would have taken Joe with them, but he was over there. Joe wouldn't have left the caro. No, he absolutely wouldn't have. Dude, the chemist... Okay. That was the only chemistry between yeah. two characters in this entire movie. Okay, no, there was sexual chemistry, like we talked about with Trixie and Kamado, but like... Yeah. At least two would have fallen in love at the end of this movie. This is where my notes start separating them into Team White and Team Expendable. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, but it's also the part where I start comparing this movie to It 2017. Oh, yeah. I know exactly why. But Yeah, you have a main group, and then you have a side group of Mm -hmm. the characters who aren't quite TV-ready. And (laughs) the main group gets the majority of the screen time, and the side group you go back to for like a minute here, a minute there. And the two groups never develop a total seven chemistry. Nope. It should have been called Dead 4 Plus 3. Yeah. <laughs> and the group of three, the Expendables, have great mm-hmm. chemistry. The group they of do. four, Team White, exists. <laughs> they are also there. Yeah. Yeah, I I really wish we had spent more time on the other group, the three group. Yeah. They they were hilarious. They were fun to watch. They were b- overall better actors than the four over there and, and they, yet we spent all of our time with those four and they legitimately seemed to care about each other yeah and yet we just abandoned them flat out yep. Yep. like 
Uh, the two sets of heroes are like trying to reach each other on walkie-talkie, but white uh-huh. team knows exactly where they left the other team, and yeah. they have to know by that, like, this is the amount of time that's passed, this is probably where you could have gotten to on foot if you're not still standing on the train. <laughs> so yeah. why are you even trying the radio? Like, you are you know how far long ago you abandoned them. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I also didn't understand the radio thing because sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't, and sometimes it worked one way only. And I'm like, what? What? Where did you get these radios from? For fuck's sake! Like you should have had the best radios ever, right? You should have. Well, even also, if they're the best, there is a range, and sometimes things get damaged. Yeah, but sometimes when the movie needed it, it was working perfectly fine, even if five minutes ago they couldn't hear each other even slightly, and they yep. didn't get that far. So it was not a range issue. <laughs> no. Uh, the Expendables are on foot literally walking away from a pack of zombies that are just consistently following them, because some of the <laughs> zombies can run and some can walk, and I don't know why it's different. Yeah, let's just go with it. Vaquero thinks they should keep trying the radio because he can't imagine that these people left him to die. Oh. Like, he and Joe stop to have a conversation where he speaks Spanish to piss Joe off and Joe mocks <laughs> Spanish to piss him off and Komodo kills, like, three of the 12 zombies <laughs> that are chasing them and just kind of gives up. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Joe says uh, they're muy muerto, so good for you. And also, he says my favorite line, where he says... Listen, we're American. We speak America. Not American, which I have heard. That is a common one I've heard. We speak American. But we speak America. I'd never heard until now, which makes it my favorite line in the entire movie. (laughs) I wonder, like, if that was written that way in the script or if he misread it and he thought there was no end there or something and it ended up being like that. That's how good I think that line was, that it couldn't have been on purpose. Yeah, it was great. Um. Jack hears a noise, and he has to go investigate it alone because he's an idiot, and it's the only time he's heard anything this entire movie, so whatever. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Serene goes to protect him because, you know, unlike everyone else, he's worth protecting for some reason. <laughs> uh-huh. There's a truck with two corpses in it from the beginning of the movie that's just left there. One has the word abate carved into its chest, and the other is holding a few jars that are marked bile. Why are they marked with exposition when the person using them knows what they're for? God only knows. Maybe it's just for Jack. (laughs) Everything is just for Jack. This is Jack's movie. Oh, yeah. It's his self-insert fan fiction. Yep. You know what? It was written as well as a lot of fan fiction out there is written. And a lot worse than a lot of other fan fiction is written. So... 14 year olds do a better job than you nick carter be ashamed no. <laughs> uh, serene has set up a zombie mousetrap with a dead guy as the cheese and then she yep. cuts open one of the zombies to figure out what's in its guts yep she decides by the fact that there are bone fragments and not giant chunks of bone that the zombie was hand fed which means they're getting close but that bone was so big it really was. Like, how did yeah. he swallow that? And is that considered <laughs> a small bone? <laughs> okay, I hear it. I hear it back, what I just said. <laughs> oh, yay. There it is. I, that's the happiest moment of this episode of the podcast. Oh, we are done. Thank you. Come back next time. <laughs>
He had a big bone. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like every time Serene spoke, and, like, I don't mean this in an insulting way to the actress. Like, like I have no problems with this woman. I don't know this woman, but, like, I have no problems with her. But every time she spoke, I was just like, I don't care. Also, she did a thing where, you know, like, she didn't use, oh, I can't think of what they're called, but she, instead of saying can't, she said cannot. A lot, you know, she did that kind of thing a lot. And I felt like she was supposed to be this, like, wise all-knowing character and I was just like but you're so stupid though so I don't get it what what you're like you you haven't really done much of anything yeah <laughs> like we're supposed to think she is that kind of character except we don't have, ever actually see it I mean yeah, except but... for I guess when she says these bones are smaller than the bones we would have expected and I guess that was supposed to be smart we're supposed to see her as like tribal and wise Mm-hmm. but it really doesn't come off that way the only way that mm-hmm. she comes off as wise is that she's a little more street smart with the zombies than these morons yeah it's not hard to be more street smart with the zombies than these morons though no <laughs> um in between these scenes we keep cutting back to apocalypta doing her best ursula impression and like <laughs> Feeding zombies like pieces of people and standing in front of a giant statue of the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. And the movie is so weirdly choppy where they'll do 30 seconds of something and then go do two minutes of something else and then do 30 seconds of that first thing again. Yeah. It's really hard to follow. Yep. Like, we could have just seen all of the apocalyptic stuff in one scene and it would have been like five minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until we get towards the end, of course. But, like, yeah, at this point in the movie, you could have just combined it into one five-minute-long scene of everything that happens, and it would have made more sense than the way they did it. Um, I really enjoy that she has zombie pets, though. Yeah. It's wonderful, and you know what? Good for you figuring out a way to not die in this. Well, that, that's all I've got. <laughs> her zombies are also weirdly weak, though. Like, yeah. there's a point where there is a thin wooden fence holding them back, and she's holding, like, a human nugget, and they can't even break it down to get the nugget. Yeah. And yeah, they're really bad. <laughs> she licks the mouth bile on oh, the faces of one yeah. of them, and then what? feeds Why? him the nugget. Ugh. I don't know. It was It was weirdly, like, almost sexual, and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, and then she kicks one of her lackeys into the yeah. uh, group and lets them eat them. So it's like, does she have pets or not? Does she have humans that are her friends or like her confidants or not? I don't quite know. Literally the only person I think that she actually cares about, and I don't know why, is Johnny. Yeah, but I believe she does. Yeah, I don't know why she does. I don't know why he's the special one, but she does. I believe that too. Yeah. Um, the rest of them, she is just like, just using them because like, okay, yeah, you feed them. Yep. <laughs> I have to, I have to say the same, like three words at them over and over and over again. So I couldn't possibly be bothered by feeding them too. Yeah. She has like two or three phrases she repeats a lot in this movie. Go now, Copperhead. Mm. Obey Copperhead. Obey is one, and then there's the Don't Fear, I think, or something like that. And 
Okay. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Serene takes Team White to a mine, but then tells them they have to sleep the night because the trek is going to be difficult in the morning. Instead of sleeping, mm. they go inside to warm up by a fire and have food and tell stories about her grandfather, the copper miner, <laughs> blah, blah. Yep, don't care, fast forward. Yeah, uh, I the Expendables had to sleep food. outside. Of course they did. <laughs> Um, they're not white <laughs> they aren't um they realize that they've been full-on abandoned though and so komodo was just like fuck those people i'm gonna go find my girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that it's just like oh yeah no surprise that she'd be at a okay i don't want to call it a whorehouse but i can't think of what it's called so a whorehouse brothel. and he's just like a brothel thank you and he's just like what do you, what does that mean and they're like oh no nothing nothing at all your girl's not a whore no 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 she's like was he really did he really not know that i like i really didn't understand their whole thing at all though at this point i was still like oh, maybe they are together and i missed that storyline well this is the problem though team white is constantly like oh they're gonna meet us up there they're gonna find us it's like you had a car they did not have a car yeah. Also, they specifically go out of their way to say you can't get through those mountains without a guide, and the only guides are Serene and Jack. They do not have yeah. Serene and Jack. They're not going to the mountain. There's it's nope. not happening. Nope. Um, as they approach the brothel, Joe flat out like sniffs a pair of ladies' panties because he's disgusting. Okay, wait. He does that, but before he does that. Um, fucking Komodo finds a bra and sniffs a bra, and I'm pretty sure says, "Oh, it's Trixie." I'm like, "Ew! Why did you yeah. even know that, bro? No, that's they're both like Whiskey Joe's at least wasted. So okay, he does questionable things all the time. Why? Why do you know that that that's what her titties smell like, though? No, no I'm guessing you. it's a perfume thing, but. It did, did it really have to be inside the cup of her bra? Yeah. The inside of the cup. I paid attention. <laughs> Maybe she has really fragrant nipples. <laughs> How the fuck would he know he didn't get to fuck her? Um, they, they could have fucked. They could have had a real good quickie right out there if they had just killed that zombie. And instead of him standing there going, oh, I'm just trying to get a kiss on the cheek it's like what and then they just like kissed on the mouth for a second it's like you guys could have just fucked instead yeah. of standing here talking this whole time well they had all night after the bar didn't explode they should have just true. fucked instead of playing kick the zombie in the stomach and prolong its pain well it's really weird to me because it's like they were back in the day but they weren't back in the day but, like, they were acting like that. Like, oh, but I'm a lady. I couldn't possibly sleep with you when we just met. But, like, A, she's a whore. B, it's not back in the day. So what the fuck were they doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't show us that scene. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Team White finds the place that we just saw Apocalypta at. But they say mm -hmm. they don't have enough ammunition to shoot all of the cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. Because none of them decided to become skilled in weapons, and <laughs> they just decide to leave all of the caged zombies right behind them and continue on to find Apocalypta, which is the dumbest and most casualty-filled decision that happens yeah. in this entire movie. Yeah. Well, okay. 
Serena's supposed to be, again, this, like, wise, she's their guide kind of person. And as they're climbing up that mountain or whatever the fuck, she says, step where I step, expect traps up here. And then a copperhead comes up the mountain that she is clearly not expecting, even slightly, because Jack jumps in and kills it or kicks it off the mountain or whatever the fuck. And then she goes, and copperheads, there will be copperheads. It's like, yeah, but you didn't fucking know that, did you? I don't trust you to be the leader at all. No, uh, turn around, go back home. <laughs> Billy doesn't trust Serene at all either, even though she's better than Same. him at everything. And I mean, <laughs> Jack has not hit on Daisy even once since Serene showed up. So this is a way better situation for Billy to be in. Is it though? Is it? Does Billy want anyone to not hit on Daisy? Does she I does he really want to hold on to this girl? Um, he thinks that Serene might be taking them up the hill to deliver them to Apocalypta, which even if that was her goal, also coincides with their goal to find Apocalypta. So mm-hmm. trust is unnecessary. Well, yeah, but my favorite part is that the argument that Daisy has for it when he says, I don't trust her is, yeah, but Jack does. It's like, didn't they just meet? Yeah. And like, why, why is that your argument? Don't you not trust Jack? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I know you don't trust Jack, but Jack trusts Daisy, or, uh, Serene, and I trust Jack, so it's a circle of trust. Yeah, and you don't matter. Uh, (laughs) he apparently doesn't, because Johnny spies on them, and catches Billy (laughs) with absolutely no effort whatsoever, and knocks him out. The other three do not hear him cry out, or hear him get dragged through the leaves, they were just talking two seconds before that. They were literally just talking. She couldn't have gotten that far. You know what I imagine happened? She was walking. She heard him. She just kind of like didn't even turn back, just kind of looked left and right, went and kept walking like, oh, well, Jack's here. Doesn't matter. Like she thought he was just making noises because he was still having his like whiny bitch baby fit. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, no, she was just hoping that he was gone and she could have just like been like, oh, me, I didn't notice. Oh, no, my boyfriend, Jack, comfort me. Sadly, no. she doesn't get to do all that. No. Um, <laughs> the Expendables managed to get into the whorehouse. Uh, mm-hmm. Komodo immediately insists that they should all be going to meet up to the others, even though he's the one who decided they should come here. Now, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, we shouldn't be here. Well, yeah, because he just wanted to get Trixie and go. Yeah, but Joe and Vaccaro both want some strange and outvote him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The place seems super sketchy, though. Immediately, yeah. Yeah, uh, the proprietor is very weird. I mean, Joe immediately gets hammered and spills to his prostitute that he's got a grenade flask full of blood <laughs> on his belt, so... Yep. I thought that somebody was going to grab his grenade flask and blow him up in the whorehouse. I thought that was the plan. They sh- probably should have, considering what does end up happening. Yeah. But apparently they um, didn't think of that. A Komodo is reunited with Trixie, yay, whatever. Baby! And- oh. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah. Like, why? Uh... The sketchy proprietor pulls Vaccaro to the basement, though. She says, oh, no, you gotta come lower. We have pussy and supplies. Mm-hmm. It sounds wildly shady, and it is, because he's immediately fed to a zombie. Yep. Off screen. Of course. <laughs> well, 
you know, that's what you get when you're just like, yeah, give me that pussy. I guess that's just the punishment. Maybe that's what happens right. to every man. Guys, don't go trying to get like I was gonna say free pussy. Get free pussy. Don't pay for pussy. That's how it goes, right? I, how come Vaquero <laughs> didn't get the free pussy upstairs and Whiskey Cho got dragged to the basement to get eaten by a fat zombie? That's all. That Oh, God. But back with Team White, Daisy is yelling Billy's name at the top of her lungs on a mountain full of zombies like the mom in Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> yes. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, literally wrote down, will you please stop yelling, bitch? <laughs> uh, Jack tries to radio for Team Expendables. Like, are you guys up the mountain yet? But like, how? Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, you <laughs> doesn't make any sense, you fucking idiot. Why? Yeah. Why are you stupid? Um, Vaquero is a bit of a badass, so he actually manages, while turning into a zombie, to warn the others to get out. Yep, and then the most heartbreaking scene in the entire movie happens. The only scene in the movie that had, like, feelings. Yes. Poor Whiskey Joe. Yeah. Like, he didn't deserve that. Okay, you. What my what my favorite thing is is I'm like poor white boy having to see this happen. Not poor Vaquero for being turned into a zombie and having to be shot in the head. Okay, no poor both of them. I legitimately was here for their chemistry, and then he one of them dies, and it's just like, well, okay, at least the funny one is still here. Yeah, but at least the accent is gone. Um. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, he, we, we lose Vaquero to sex. Uh, yeah, and Joe has to shoot him in the head, and mm-hmm. that kind of hits because we've seen them have chemistry, and we've seen at least a little bit of them getting along to the point where it makes a difference, even though I think the problem with the deaths in this movie, every single death in this movie... Mm. These characters are not fully fleshed out, any of them. Mm -hmm. So when they die, it's just kind of like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's not any different than that girl with the tights from earlier that got killed. I know exactly as much about her as I know about Vaquero. Yeah. And my only... My only reason for caring slightly more about that one, and then two of the other deaths in this movie was because they were the only things I enjoyed in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, not the only thing. That's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Team White finds the Virgin Mary statue, but because they've spent the entire movie one, literally one step behind Apocalypta, she isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. They find yet another obvious entrance to another very God. obvious trap, and of course they all split up when they enter because they're stupid. So stupid, yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, Daisy gets to be reunited with her shrug boyfriend. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he's in a cell inside, and instead of like clearing the room for zombies, oh, she gets all like swept up in emotion and like leans in to kiss him through the bars. Yeah. He doesn't even slightly try to warn her that this is a trap. <laughs> nope. He's just like, ooh, kiss. <laughs> How much could I get through these bars? <laughs> We're all gonna die soon anyway. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, not very much because Johnny is waiting for her. He's literally right behind her. <laughs> this actually surprised me. Not that he was there, but I assumed that she survived this movie. Mm-hmm. Johnny drags her back and full on cuts her throat while Billy is like trying to yell and scream and like he's screaming in heartbreak and Johnny is just mocking like oh god <laughs> it's my favorite thing it was literally my own reaction to Billy screaming Daisy it was just like oh no Daisy <laughs> that's exactly what he did and it made me so happy I loved it same <laughs> It was kind of charming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, he's the... Oh, shit. He is the best character, isn't he? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll stick with... No, they, they both deserve their best character positions in this whole thing. I'm, I'll stick with mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jack arrives and shoots her zombie corpse in the head, but it's too late because Apocalypta already released her army and this was a giant diversion. Yep. Um... These people have not learned anything about excessive noise because Jack is being tailed by a zombie, one zombie, and mm-hmm. Billy shoots it, mm-hmm. which awakens the entire horde. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, okay. Here's my question for you, though. They split up. Jack gets in there just in time to shoot Daisy, zombie Daisy, in the head, and Johnny has escaped at that point. Right? He he's already bounced. Yes. Not like that's hard to do. Where the fuck is Serene in all this? What was she doing? Where was she? I have no idea. Hundred percent. Do not trust this woman. Till the end of the movie, I do not trust her for a second. She might have been there, and I just don't remember her being there. She shows up after Jack shoots Daisy, and then is comforting Billy. She's Uh there. And she kind of just looks like, meh. <laughs> like, she doesn't give half a fuck about any oh, of God. these people, which makes sense because she doesn't know them. But, like, yeah. she's not bothered at all. And I don't trust her because she just keeps showing up after. It's like, she, right after. Or it's like, who wasn't there when the cook got murdered? <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, though, like, it's so sketchy. Think about it. Like, I want, I almost. If, I almost want to make you go rewatch the movie, and I almost want me to rewatch the movie, thinking of it that way because I didn't realize it until the movie was over that I didn't trust Serene, and we'll talk about what made me realize she it did again. encourage them to abandon the other three. Mm-hmm. See. Yep. Those other three were way better fighters than these fucking idiots are. So yeah. separate them from the ones who are capable, and it's easier to take them out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, (laughs) they decide that one tiny thin gate can protect them from the horde that's chasing them (laughs) Mm -hmm. which might work as we've seen because these zombies are not good at like breaking down tiny thin gates but as we learned from evolution underground mines and caves are a honeycomb shaped pattern so there are a lot of branches and tunnels. It's not a one-way street. And therefore, mm-hmm. the other branches start chasing them. Yep. Let's say. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, they get out and Billy decides he's just done saving the world because the girl <laughs> that he had no chemistry with is dead. Which is apparently what Jack did years ago. At least they're Yeah. Dying. Yep. But who was, who was it that he left? Because I, 
I still want to know the backstory between Jack and Daisy. I really do. But yeah. I really also wanted Jack at this point to just tell Billy, will you stop being a little bitch and get the fuck up? Like, just that's what I wanted his reaction to be. It's basically what he said, <laughs> but nicer. How much better would Jack shooting Daisy's corpse have been if we had backstory on Jack and Daisy? Oh, so good. So good. It would have actually meant something. Yeah. Uh, I made up their backstory and I had no feelings for it. So actually, maybe it wouldn't have. <laughs> uh, they decide they're going to keep going, though. And apparently for them, keep going means come across a group of merchants holding down a live human, not copperhead, and pulling mm-hmm. out his teeth to harvest mm-hmm. his copperhead teeth and not helping him. Basically nope. contending him to certain death because of all of the open bloody wounds on his face and just stealing yeah. the horses. Gotta yep. love the heroes. They're wonderful. They don't have to save everyone, they just have to save themselves. Well, they don't save anyone. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, somehow, Team White has managed to make it all the way up a mountain and then all the way back down the same mountain with time involved for B- Billy being captured. In yeah. the same amount of time that it took Team Expendable to visit one whorehouse. Because <laughs> they're both suddenly within walkie-talkie range, and they're both headed to the same town where the zombies are going. Uh, they spent a lot of time in that whorehouse. They just couldn't show us all of it. <laughs> Maybe Komodo finally got to smell the nipples. She's like, hey, I smelled your bra earlier. Can I, can I, can I give it a shot? Can I just, just a smell? <laughs> I like making him into a creeper. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, a creeper's more personality than he had. Um, yes, that's true. Uh, Mayor One-Eye decides that he is going to shoot Apocalypta, which would have been an amazing plan, except he also decides he has to like have his Ash Williams moment where he's like, not <laughs> in my town, which gives Johnny the time to waste three whole bullets killing him instead of just shooting him in the head. Uh yeah. Well, it Johnny Johnny's Johnny though, really. Like he's insane. He doesn't know that he's supposed to not use the bullet bullets, right? Well, Does he, he probably, need the bullets? Probably not. The copperheads are not a threat to him. It's just yeah. for shooting people for fun. Yeah, see? So let him have his fun. Mm. If he wants three bullets, let him get three. Yep. See, this is the problem that I'm having with the bullets issue, not with Johnny. Jack has been whining this entire movie about how they're so low on ammo, they need to conserve bullets. They apparently have, like, hundreds of bullets for this final battle, even though they didn't even try to raid Daisy's corpse for the pistol and bullets she was carrying. (laughs) That's true. Like... Earlier on, they decided that it would be a waste of bullets to take out these same zombies when they were easily contained on a hill in Mm -hmm. a fence because they were low on bullets and they needed to save their ammo for Apocalypta. But now, none of them are looking for Apocalypta. They're just wasting all their ammo on the little guys. Okay, and also, Apocalypta is just a human. How many fucking bullets does it... If you're a good aim, it takes one bullet, bro. Maybe two. <laughs> like, what? If, if they would have just shot all of these zombies on the hill, this mm-hmm. raid would not be happening. Okay, and if you kill all the zombies, what does Apocalypta have left? Johnny. 
so yeah, kill them both. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got a guy that can use his swords. It's all you need. One guy. <laughs> but if they were saying, we don't have enough ammo for the little guys, we need to save it for Apocalypta, and they're running around town shooting all the yeah. like, little pissant zombies, they're not even looking for her. No, they're not. They're just, they have no plan. They just keep saying shit. It's just like, maybe instead of going up the mountain now, you should have, like, planned actually planned something before you that night that they sat and talked about serene's grandparents they should have had a plan put together then yeah um <sighs> serene is almost shot and billy takes a bullet for her which is the only respectable thing he's done this entire movie <laughs> and jack almost full-on wastes it by sitting there grieving over his corpse and refusing to help serene as she's being attacked by a horde <laughs> of zombies it's okay, though, because that is the slow motion fighting I was referring to. She's fine. She can take her time hitting them as many times as she wants because the zombies are really bad at zombieing. <laughs> I feel like they were trying to make that a moment, but the build was so awful that I felt nothing. Yeah, Jack crying was just as bad as Billy crying earlier over Daisy. Yeah. They're all just awful at it. And he's just sitting there like, oh no. I'm like, where are the zombies? You are such easy bait right now. Like, <laughs> that's all. There was just one zombie attacking Serene. That yeah. was it. <laughs> uh, speaking of easy bait, Komodo. Uh, he takes out Johnny Vermillion via beheading with two swords like a pair of scissors, which yeah. is the coolest thing that happens. Yep. But Absolutely. he immediately ruins it. Oh. The head falls and rolls to Apocalyptus feet. He turns and meets her eyes and then just walks away. Yep. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? I get that this is like Nick Carter's hero self-insert fanfic, but they needed a better reason for Komodo to turn away so that, uh, what's his face, Jack could have the moment. Yeah, um, it so, could have been really easy. Trixie could have screamed over there and he could have ran to yeah, save her from Trixie screamed over there. Joe was calling for help over the yeah. walkie All you had yeah. to do was have him take one step toward Apocalypta and then have the walkie-talkie open like, I'm dying here, man. Yeah. And then he turns around because he values his friendship or his girl over killing Apocalypta. But yep. she just walks away. Yep. She just walks away. I don't understand. It was the dumbest decision they made in this entire movie. I agree. I also didn't understand how Johnny even got away. Because, okay, like, break this down. He shoots. He tries to shoot Serene. Gets Billy instead. Jack goes to Billy's side. What is Serene doing? How does Johnny just somehow disappear and nobody knows where he is? And then it's just other copperheads, or uh, copperheads, I guess, are there fighting her? Well, one of them is anyway. And like, how did he have time to get away? Why are you guys so bad? Like, Serene is supposed to be good at this shit. And somehow Johnny got away when he was just standing right fucking there. And then that whole thing happened after that, and that's just, like, that one's worse, for sure. The, like, yeah. looking at Apocalypse and walking away was definitely worse. But all of that was just so stupid. I don't even blame Serene for it, because she was being heavily attacked at the time. But really, Jack shouldn't have wasted that moment. No, and also, 
Um, two things. First of all, Serene was probably distracted for like half a second looking at Jack like, man, I thought you were going to be cooler than this, but now you're just sitting there crying over your brother's corpse. Fine. <laughs> that's what that's what her face looked like anyway. Um, but also, I imagined that at least Billy would have gotten revenge on Johnny for killing his girl, or that Jack would have gotten revenge on Johnny for killing his brother and whatever Daisy was to him, you know? But none yeah. of that happened. So there was nothing. And then suddenly, for whatever reason, Komodo is the one that kills him. And I was yeah. like, well, okay. It didn't make sense for it to be Komodo because oh. he and Johnny did not have any kind of specific beef. None. Yeah. Yeah, But yeah, everybody always hesitates when they're fighting the big bad. And so that's why he walks away from Apocalypta. Yeah. Um, Jack goes to take a stand against her, though. She bites him like a zombie. I'm pretty yeah. sure she isn't, but considering that she definitely has zombie bile cells in her mouth, I think it would have been cool if that had turned him. That would have been cool, yeah. Their fight was so anticlimactic. Oh, yeah. Jack and Apocalypto, like... If we were building up to this this entire time. Okay, and by the way, that fight should have been between Serene and Apocalypta, not Jack. Yeah. Right? Like, that. that's what would have made sense. Jack should have gotten Johnny. Serene should have gotten Apocalypta. The end. Uh, the others didn't matter anyway throughout the movie, no matter how much we enjoyed them. They were not main characters in this, so. No. <sighs> um. But yeah. Joe has chosen the wrong rage cage for his level of firepower and he's just begging Komodo to come save him. Komodo's entire yeah. plan is that he's going to lead the herd out of town using one severed leg, which considering the sheer amount of fresh blood all over town, no, yeah. that's not going to work. Like Johnny has been walking through the town shooting humans in the head and you're trying to feed them one little ass leg. <laughs> The plan does not work on any Surprising. level. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe is torn to shreds. His intestines are hanging out like sausages, which I like. But it was such bad CGI or whatever the fuck it was. Because like he reaches under them at one point and it's just yeah. like they're not even there. It's like you could have just put some props there at least for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's awful, but I, in a way that it I was actually hilarious. enjoyed. Yeah, it was uh, wonderful. He does get to blow himself up with his whiskey grenade, though, which is fun. Yeah, his plan- see, one plan worked. This is the funny part, though. He has been within range of a lot of zombies. His entire plan was, I'm gonna smell the blood and try and get it from this uh, mm. thing, the mm -hmm. blood in the bile, and then when I pull it, it's gonna be the thing. No other zombie has tried to grab your whiskey grenade. <laughs> smelling Maybe. the fresh blood on your belt you think they're not following you because they can smell it oh god <laughs> that's a good point maybe that's what they were going for but they don't have the ability to like grab at it right so that's why they tore his intestines out yeah they were just trying to get the fucking bottle <laughs> or um, the flask whatever <laughs> trixie also gets bitten I don't think that should have taken her down because this movie is alternated between she is a badass motherfucker who can take care of herself and she gets t torn down by like one dude. Yeah. Um, 
Well, okay, because they didn't give her a fucking weapon. If you would have put a bottle in that girl's hand, she could have at least saved herself. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck was that? She, I, I, I don't even like saying this, but she's my least favorite, I think, only because there was no reason for her to be there, as far as I'm concerned. That, like, there was no purpose, aside from Komodo getting a girl, um, us getting more tits in the movie, and I guess that being the reason that they ended up in the whorehouse, but they could have ended up there just because they, they saw the panties hanging anyway, you know what I mean? Like, they still would have gone, even if it wasn't Komodo's idea to go. I think that the thing I did, like, I liked her, but the thing I didn't like about her was how wildly inconsistent her characterization was. Whereas in some scenes, they needed her to be a badass so then she could handle herself. And in some scenes, they needed her to be like, but my boyfriend protect me. Exactly. Yeah. And I liked the badass. I did not like when they made her like completely pathetic and weak for no reason, because that's not anything we'd seen from her. I think if they had had her taken down by three at a time. You know what would have even been better than that? What? If she got taken down by three at a time while trying to save Komodo. Yeah, it would have brought at least some kind of gravitas to the situation because uh-huh. she gets bitten and he, Romeo and Juliet, where it's just <laughs> oh like, I, I don't want to live if you're not alive. <sighs> so he leans down to kiss her knowing that she's a zombie and she's going to turn him. So stupid. It's stupid, it's but so if stupid. she had died trying to save him and then he said well I don't want to do it without you it would have at least it would have been brought something stupid. to it rather <laughs> yeah. than just suddenly her being like a five-year-old child weak and pathetic and then just standing there in the field not even yeah. trying to run and this fucking zombie who is slow as fuck just grabs her and bites her like what exactly what? why um, she turns basically right away. He has a few extra moments, so he first stabs her in the cranial cavity so that she mm-hmm. dies as a zombie, and then mm-hmm. stabs himself in the stomach. Yeah. So he's still alive and a zombie, and as we saw earlier in the movie, you can cut off the entire bottom half and they'll still crawl on their arms to kill you. Yep. So he has... <laughs> just done the absolute most useless thing as far as ending his own suffering and ending the suffering of others yep he just like created a crawly boy the crawly boys are dangerous because if you're not looking down there they're gonna be like little ankle biters (laughs) oh that's cute Like, he failed at murder-suicide, that's all I'm saying. He really did, yeah. I spend too much time in these podcasts going, okay, proper dismemberment means. (laughs) Good God. Yeah, I'm a little scared of you. I'm glad there's this distance between us. (laughs) Um... Most of the zombies in town decide that, I guess, Trixie's corpse smells as good as her bra, so they're just, like, (laughs) running out to find those two. Um, Yep. Jack stabs Apocalypta and her minions turn on her because, you know, blood. Yeah. So she has no control anymore, but he is also completely unobservant as fuck and gets bitten by a child zombie. That Serene didn't take out earlier. She stared at it and was just like, okay, yeah, you do you. Yeah, what the fuck? 
like it was still a zombie. Also, how come there weren't more children zombies? Uh, there were a few, but I'm guessing that not a lot of children survived. That's a good point. Because this is still early enough where they have pantyhose and conditioner left. <laughs> they they still have those gasoline. better than their babies. <laughs> no, they still have gasoline. Yeah. So they yeah. might have gone out to forage for those after the apocalypse, but the kids yeah. didn't make it. No. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the fucking whole thing of uh, him getting bitten by Georgie. And then she kills him. Was it him. Georgie or was it some little girl? Was it a little girl? I thought it was Georgie. I thought it was it a might little have girl. Been. Okay, I saw blonde hair and he had the same color blonde hair. But yeah, it could have been a girl. Who cares who it was? Because I don't remember us seeing Georgie being killed either. So I just assumed it was him. I mean, I don't think we did, but I thought it was... I thought it was a different town, but... Maybe yeah, he might have traveled there. Who knows? <laughs> okay, whoever this zombie child was. Uh, Serene ends up killing him after that. It. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl now. The child. <laughs> right? I think it's Serene the that does it. The corpse. Yes, she does. Yeah, yes, that. And it's just like, bitch, if you would have just done it like five minutes ago, that would have been really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, now he gets written. And Apocalypto just dies... And it's like it's just okay. anticlimactic. Very, very, very like, anticlimactic. Yes. Jack kills himself because of the bite, and it still feels like it should have been more. Yeah, I think what we could have had was Apocalypta biting Jack earlier during the mm-hmm. fight, but because it's not a direct zombie contact, it doesn't turn him as quickly. It's just like particles. Yeah. From the blood that she had licked up earlier. Yeah. So he manages to win the fight, kills her, then looks down at his own arm and sees mutation spreading. Mm. And then kills himself. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, like uh, Serene runs up to him because she thinks the battle's over. He looks at her grimly and just puts up a pistol and the screen goes black. Yep. That's, yeah, that definitely would have been better, but apparently Nick Carter wrote this movie. How many times have I said that now? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's okay. even worse. Nick Carter wrote this movie and he didn't even give himself a badass <laughs> ending, like, final boy fight scene. It was, like, I love, I think what they were going for in that scene between him and um, Apocalypta, though, when he stabs her is which one of them got stabbed because both of their eyes went wide in the same way and you can't see the stabbing. So you're uh, like, ooh, who got who, you know? And yeah. I'm like, it failed, it failed. We knew who got who because the movie's about to be over. Nick Carter has to be the hero who kills the big bad because <laughs> he wrote this movie. And so like, it wasn't, there was no questioning of it at all. Yeah, None. And so it just kind of ended, and I was just like, well, at least it's over. Well, it's not over, because then Serene is the literal only survivor, right? The only human survivor in this entire movie. The only person whose name we know that is still alive. Yeah, she has survived the entire thing. Everyone else is dead. She led everybody else to this mountain, and they all fought and died. And what the fuck did she do? 
where the f- why was Jack attacking Apocalypta by himself to begin with? There were two of you, bitch. <laughs> exactly, and we saw them in the same place, and then suddenly they weren't. She just disappeared whenever it just was appropriate for her to disappear. So I think that it was her plan to bring them all up here, knowing that there's a possibility that together, at least one of these morons was going to be successful in killing Apocalypta. And then either she herself, because they they trusted her, would have killed them all, or they would have ended up dying like they did. And now she's Queen Bee. That's the evil Glinda plan. Oh, God. <laughs> Where she sends Dorothy to kill the evil queen and to unmask the uh, wizard as being a fraud. And so she's the only person left that people have any kind of trust oh, in. Oh, God. Yes. That's what this was. Yeah. I, you cannot convince me that this bitch did not have this evil plan. I'm with Billy till the end. I didn't trust her at all. I did not trust her. Also, who were the dead seven? Because if the part of the seven, it was Billy, Jack, Whiskey Joe, Vaquero, Komodo, um, Daisy Jane, we need one more person. And it's not Serene because she doesn't die. It has to be Trixie. I think it was supposed to be Trixie, though by the posters, you would assume that it was supposed to be the mayor because he's Chris Kirkpatrick, but he Ah. was not part of anything. So I believe it was supposed to be Trixie, which would have made so much more goddamn sense if they would have just let her go with them in the beginning. Exactly. Instead of it being a whorehouse, it was like a supply house. Literally anything, yeah. Yeah. But they decided that she had to be the part of the Dead Seven, so they brought her back in because it wasn't going to be Serene because Serene survived. And she is now the new Apocalypta. Convince me otherwise. I dare you. I can't. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, my favorite part, though, is that the movie ends on a goddamn like <laughs> voiceover from Serene and then a memory screen. Of uh, Team White. Uh, yep. <laughs> Just Team White. None Just of the that. others. Yep. Because oh, she you didn't want... meet those fuckers. <laughs> she didn't even know who they were. She heard of them, but yeah. she didn't know who they were. <laughs> uh, but you know what's even better about how this movie ends, though? She's uh, a generic pop song. Yes, the boy band music at the end, because can I just tell you, the lyrics are, at least part of the lyrics are, in the end, don't want to see you fall apart, don't want to hear your broken heart. That's literally what I was saying the entire end of this movie. Like, (laughs) stop crying about it, don't give a fuck, get up, move on. Like, it was so fitting for how I felt about the movie. And then there was a really cool bluesy one after that one, so everybody stick around after the great Backstreet Boys, let's face it, it's Backstreet Boys song at the end there. Because there is another one that I think is also at least one of them. It sounds AJ-like. Um, and it's really good. And I don't know how to find it. And somebody should find it. And then, like, tell me about it. Because, you know, all those people that are going to totally watch this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've heard people say that this movie was just an excuse for them to put this song out. <laughs> I'm for it. I, like, I told you, I can't stop singing it. It's It's, it's like... It's not even a good song. I'm not even saying that, but it's it's boy band. The end, you know? 
Oh, if it's the end, are you ready for a final uh, rating? I am ready for a final rating. I gave it a 59. Hey! I nice. liked a few of the characters, but the ones I like, we didn't really get enough from. The action scenes didn't really have a lot of creativity, aside from, like, Gun Go Boom! Mm-hmm. And none of the deaths had any impact, because you don't get to know any of the characters. Mm-hmm. And while I very much enjoyed the Expendables... You could have cut them from this movie and it wouldn't have changed the story one iota. Mm -mm. I agree. And then you might have actually gotten a little bit of backstory on, you know, the love triangle or any of the characters that the movie actually chooses to follow. Yeah, but then we would have had to watch this movie without those three who were the only good thing in this movie. I know, but they might have actually been able to put some effort into making them better and more fleshed out characters if they didn't have to constantly go, okay, well, we spent two minutes with these characters, we gotta go for 30 seconds back to them, and then we have to go for 25 seconds over to her. If they had been able to just do a flow movie where instead of having to focus on eight characters, Mm -hmm. no, because there's the dead seven, and mm-hmm. there's Johnny Vermillion a little bit, and mm-hmm. there's Apocalypse mm-hmm. as main people, and you have to follow all of them. If they didn't yep. have to do all of that, they might have actually been able to spend more than name, race, and <laughs> weapon. We might have known more than that about these people. I can't tell you more than that about any of these people. No, same. And then Except so when they for died, the stories I made up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then it's like, okay, when they died, it's just like white gun Jack. Okay. <laughs> Does that mean he has a white gun? Oh, should have had a white gun. That, that would have made it even more white. white. I'm like I'm white gun Jack. <laughs> but they didn't have time for that. See, so nope. yeah, maybe. No, I still please don't cut out the only things. Okay, I literally gave this movie a forty percent because of how much I enjoyed Johnny, Whiskey Joe, and Whiskey Joe and Vaquero together. That's it. That is all I rated this movie on. Okay, and the song at the end. Um, the rest of the movie was awful. I don't like this type of movie anyway. And by this type of movie, I'm saying zombie apocalypse movie. I'm saying western movie i'm saying shitty low budget movie (laughs) um i'm not a fan of these types of movies anyway which is great because yes happy birthday to me this is the movie i chose um but i was very excited to see my boy band boys in a movie together it was fun two of the characters were enjoyable Uh, the acting was so bad yeah like the spoken acting was so bad, the crying was so bad, the the physical action was so bad. <laughs> like it was just so bad. Everything was awful. Um, so yeah, forty percent just for like two good characters. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for today's bonus episode. We will be back every other Wednesday with our regular episodes, but if you want to know when our next bonus would be, we'd love you to subscribe. And also check us out on social media. We're on Instagram at Millennials at the Movies. We're on Twitter at Millennials ATM. And my personal Twitter is Ami, that's A-M-I underscore movies. And my personal Instagram is Cantaloupe underscore eyes like the fruit. We'll see you guys next time.